Money, Riches, and Wealth is sponsored by the Financial Consulate. Say you don't need no diamond rings and I'll be satisfied. Tell me that you want the kind of things the money just can't buy. I don't care too much for money. Money can buy me love. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Money, Riches, and Wealth. Here's your host, Drew Tignanelli. And this is Drew Tignanelli. All right, one of us is still... Oh. That must be you, Leo. That must be me. Yeah, there we go. All right. All right, this is Drew Tignanelli here, <laughs> Money, Riches, and Wealth, here with Leo Leveza. How are you, Leo Leveza? I'm doing fantastic, Drew. I'm happy to be here with you. How come your your uh, last name is so much more poetic than Tignanelli? You can't really it's, do that very well, you know. I know it's those double Z's. I think they they add Leveza. a little extra zip to it. Now you're you're actually are you Laveza or Lavaza? Laveza. Laveza. Yep. Even though there's no A after the V, there's an E, not an A. But you still say Laveza. That's I think in the just could confuse us. That's okay. In the in the the uh, the ship over here, it got a little Americanized. So that's where it got a little Americanized, mm-hmm. you know and. And we don't say Tignanelli, we say Tignanelli. Yep. There you go. That's there, right. Everybody just got a good lesson on how to say my last name, Tignanelli. There you go. <laughs> anyway, Leo, we're on an open show tonight, 410-922-6680. If you want to call and ask a question, 410-922-6680. Call and ask any question you'd like on your personal finance. We're here to help you answer the question that is most important to you you get to direct the conversation you get to say hey this is the topic that if you help me answer this question this would be extremely beneficial 410-922-6680 is the way to do that if you'd like to call in and leo will let me know who's online and i'm assuming right now no one's online you got that right yeah, so we've oh. got no callers online. So you're first up if you call in 410-922-6680 uh, and, and ask your question. Leo, you have to have questions. You know I'm going to ask you anyway, right? I know you do. <clears throat> That's right. So go ahead. So uh, one thing that came up in the last week is the IRS adjusted the tax brackets for 2024 and all the contribution limits as well. So, uh, so what are they? So for mm-hmm. IRAs, uh, this year the limit was $6,500, and next year it's going up to 7000 if you're under if the you're age of 50. 50. If you're over 50, you get 8000 next year. That's right. They give you an and extra this, 500 bucks. Yep, and this year you do, you're allowed to do 7500 So in two years, we went from 6000 and 7000 to 7500 to 8000 in two years, and yet we stayed at like 6000 for quite a few years. Yeah, I can't tell you how long it's been since we, we were doing 6000 But all of a sudden, in a short period of time, we're way up there. And the 401ks? 401ks are up to 23000 So it was 22500 Now we're up to twenty-three. And if you're over 50? Then you're up to 31000 30500 nope. That's right. I added an extra 500 bucks <laughs> that does not exist. Thirty thousand five hundred. Yeah. So make sure you catch a, you, you do that. Uh, one last one. The HSA health savings account. I'm going to be honest. I don't have that one off the top of my head. Eighty three hundred. And if you're over fifty five, ninety three hundred. That's for the family contribution. 
<clears throat> so if you want to know what it would be for a uh, uh, a single, it would be like forty one fifty, I guess, right? Forty one fifty, yeah, something in that ballpark. Sounds familiar. And uh, and if they're, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, forty one fifty. Yeah, it would be. It would be forty one fifty. It would be fifty one fifty if they're uh, over fifty five years of age. And the health savings account, great thing. Uh, let's go to Craig in Westminster, Leo. What do you say? I say let's do it. Craig, what can we do for you tonight? Hello. I always enjoy the program. I have a question about uh, RMDs. So sure. my 70, 73rd birthday was in June. And I understand I can wait till April 1st of next year to pay for 2023, or I could pay it the 2023 this year. But I took some distributions before June. Will they count, even though I wasn't 73 yet? Yeah, any money you take in 2023 counts toward your RMD. It didn't matter when you're when you turn well, that's, 73. That's, it's the year you turn 73. Okay. And so, yeah, so I took you're them in Janu- January and March, so they would count. I'd be paid off this year. Okay, that's good. Yeah, and the only reason you don't wait until April of next year is so that you don't have to double up in 2024. Right. right? But second part of my question is there some form i send in oh you know i had this much and i paid this much or do they just know that well you know your uh, uh, custodian whoever you have your ira with is sending right. the irs what's called form 5498 and if you've ever looked at that form and it's not a tax form that you use to file your tax return it's strictly an information form that the the irs logic or, or uh puts into their database and it says Craig's uh, IRA is worth 222,000 at the end of December 2023. And so this is what his RMD is going to be for 2024, you know, or something like that. So they, they've got all the information. There's nothing you've got to do. Uh, you just like report. They have so many forms. So they would have a form I'd have to fill out. But that's good. No, no. You just you just put down how much you took out of your IRAs. They've got it all. Their database will link it all up with their algorithms and look right. for people that did not take their RMD. All right. So even right. though I took money out, you're saying I took money out in, in 2023 before my birthday. I'm still good to account for 2000. No doubt about it. The the 1099R that comes at the end of the year does not right. distinguish when you took it out. It just says this is how much you took out in 2023, and that will meet your RMD. Okay? Excellent. Thank you very All much. All right, buddy. We'll be right back. Uh, we're going to take a pause. Jeff and Lee, hold on with us. And if you want to get on with Jeff and Lee, 410-922-6680. Take it away, traffic. This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. 
That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. We're back, Money, Riches, and Wealth. We're here on an open show. Leo Leveza is our co-host tonight, and we're looking to answer your questions. And if you want to call in like Jeff and Lee have, 410-922-6680. There are plenty of lines open, so you'll be up fairly quickly, 410-922-6680, if you want to call in. Let's go to Jeff, see if he's still there. That's right. Jeff, what's on your mind tonight? Hi, Drew. Hi, Leo. Hey, Jeff. I have a question about digital currency. Okay. Now, you've addressed this issue before, mainly to mention that it's not so terrifying, it's not a total wipeout of privacy and, and so on, and, and those points have been appreciated. But I understand that the digital currency has already been adapted and is in use in China. And my question is, how would things really be different? Obviously, if the government wants to seize your bank account, they can do it now, even without a digital currency. It's no problem. But what are, in practicality, what's the difference between a digital dollar and a non-digital dollar? Just the linen that is printed on. That's that's the only difference. Um, you know, a digital dollar and a the the only difference is that a, a piece of linen you can hide in your bookcase, you can hide in your backyard, you know, nobody needs to know that you have it. A digital one, everyone, you know, any any time the government wants to know what you have, they'll know what you have. But if you have cash, you can do anything you want with it and they won't necessarily know that you have cash or that you got cash. So there's the difference is that digital currency is completely transparent and paper currency, uh, you can do things under the cover if you want. But I, I don't, I don't live my life that way. So, you know, the government's fine to see everything I do with it. I am, I have no problem with that. Uh, paper currency is the domain of criminals. And uh, if you and I want to hamper criminal activity in the world, we'd want to get rid of all paper currency. Ah, so really, the issue is not so much the digital dollar, which in many ways we sort of have now, it's the fact that a digital dollar entails, you know, not using cash anymore, not using paper currency, linen currency anymore. Right, and, and, and coins and things like that, because any type of currency that's it's tangible can be done under the cover somewhere. You know, you I can go to your house and I can do work and say, Hey, Jeff, instead of giving me a check, give me some some hundred dollar bills and we'll call ourselves even, you know, I see. So really what they're talking about is doing away with with currency and coin and then everything will be done either by electronic transfer or a credit card or debit card or like. Well, but this it'll be this it'll be this this electronic digit that is uh, is kind of like the paper but it's it's a it's a it's an electronic like bitcoin but a bitcoin that's created by the united states government let's call it that so when you go into a store to do a retail transaction you'll still need some form of plastic right well you're either going to need your cell phone where you're going to transfer through what's called fed now 
uh-huh. you'll transfer uh, a, a dollar uh, digitally to the person as opposed to going through uh, MasterCard or Visa or something of that sort. Uh, so, so, like, so, like you'll swipe your cell phone in the store? It could be, you know, or something of that sort. And, you know, another benefit to the digital currency is that if it really got rocking and rolling, you, you might be able to get rid of Visa and MasterCard and places like that. Now, now to you and I, I don't necessarily know there's any benefit because they pay us to uh, to uh, use them, right? If you're if you're not borrowing the money, they pay us to use them. You know, I get two three percent of my money back using my my credit card. So, I have to run to Lee, Jeff. That was a great question, though. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for calling, Jeff. Let's see what Lee has to say there. That's right, Lee. What can we do for you? I got two questions. The first is I, I'm still working. I have a thrift a thrift. Um, Ross, um, for the government. Thrift, thrift savings plan with the federal government in the Roth side, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is there yeah. Any, any required minimum distribution either now or when I retire? How old are you now? <clears throat> How old are you now? 75. You're 75. They just eliminated in the 2022 Secure Act 2.0. They eliminated the required minimum distribution on Roth 401ks. So that's the good news, that you don't have a required minimum on a Roth TSP or 401k anymore. Great. Um, The other question is about, I'm establishing residence in Florida. I have a couple of cars, and before I can get them all down there, do I have to transfer registration to all the cars in Florida in order to? You can you can always license? keep you can always keep one car in Maryland. You just have to your 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 heart has to go to Florida. In other words, you have to show that you're truly disassociating with Maryland for the majority of your your uh, life, and it's going to Florida. And you do that by getting a driver's license, registering most of your cars in Florida, moving most of your memorabilia, you know, filing your tax returns, voting in Florida, and all these kinds of things. It's, a, it's not as simple as everyone tries to make it out to be. Go down there and live six days, six months at a day, and you're a Floridian. That's not true. You have to move your heart to Florida. So... If you want to, if you want to do that, you should just make sure you think it out well that you truly are making Maryland your second home, not your primary home. All right, Lee. Okay, great, thanks. All right, let's go talk to see if we can get Tony in. That's right, Tony. What can we do for you, sir? Hey, how are you? Uh, been great for a little while, and uh, the amount of information you guys put out there is amazing. Well, thanks. I appreciate uh, that. It, it's great. Even if I don't have a question, I'm constantly educated. So but, what's your question? Uh, I, uh, no, no question. Uh, sincere disagreement. I think oh, okay. uh, I think the, the digital currency is a total, is a total, not just an I think it's, they're, they're barging into your private life. There's nothing you will be able to do privately anymore. And I'm but, not talking about illegal stuff. I'm talking about stuff maybe you wouldn't want your neighbors to know or something that you want to buy that you don't want. Well, let me ask you a question. Or, what do you yeah. 
Do you do you often use cash? I only use cash. <laughs> Only use cash. <laughs> I have credit cards. I have, um, you know, a, a very good credit rating. Right. But, uh, they're down to 10%. Everything is down to 10%. And I only use cash. Yeah, well, I, 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 I extremely rarely. I know what I eat. I'm sorry. I, I rarely, rarely ever use cash. And yeah, I don't, I don't I'm know that there's know. anybody. I, I don't really I don't care what anybody knows about what I'm doing. <laughs> well, I don't care either. You know what I'm saying, and I don't think anybody really be interested in. But uh, you know what you're, about. what so you're protecting media. from Tony. You're, you're protecting from all the algorithms that Google and Facebook and Mastercard and Visa that, pick up yeah, about you. That's where I was going to go. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I can understand that, but. You know, if you do anything digitally, they're picking up information about you anyway. So yeah, and I, my son explained also to me that while my phone is on, if they want to know where I am, they know where I am or what I'm doing. <laughs> that or, is so true. There is no, there is no real getting away from anything. But what I was trying to do is maybe perhaps hamper their, their, um, their fishing for information, and then trying to send me stuff to buy. And, you know, if they know that I like a certain kind of food well, or a certain restaurant well, or a certain pants or, yeah, you know. Well, I got to run, but uh, let me just leave it with this, Tony. Is yeah, my opinion, yeah. if they do a yeah. digital currency and could put a serious dent in organized crime and so forth uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. criminal gangs, I think it would be a win-win for the country. Anyway, I got to uh, run, okay, but it's a great great conversation we ought to have we got to go to uh traffic take it away traffic this is drew tignanelli and i have a question for you is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice do you get strategies to reduce taxation social security medicare advice sophisticated retirement planning investment allocation strategies estate planning or help with any issue of money it is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference you hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financial physical. Dot com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We're back, Money, Riches, and Wealth, here with Leo Leveza. We're on an open show, and Leo... You're not doing your job very well because you don't have any callers online, do you? I know. I, I thought I had a sign on my car on the way over, but it, it didn't get anybody. And it didn't get enough people to call in. So anyway, no. you want to tell them the number or do you want me to tell them? I'll tell them. So if you want to call in and ask your question, it's 410-922-6680. You got to say it twice always. Don't okay. always do it once. You always do it twice. All right. So again, the number is 410-922-6680. There you go. So if you want to call in and ask your question, 
and direct the conversation like Craig did, like Jeff did, like Lee did, like Tony did. I like Tony's question, you know, and it was a good conversation. And we ought to do that just a whole uh, night of just talking about the negatives and positives of going to no cash uh, society. That would be interesting. Uh, what would it be like and what would be the benefits or detriments? Uh, you always get the people that tell me the detriments are, you know, they'll know everything. They'll know everything. Well, guess what? You know, they know everything already, Leo, you know? <laughs> so, and, and I'm, I'm the most boring person on earth they'll want, ever want to know anything about anyway. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to call in and direct the conversation in some direction, 410-922-6680. And night, tonight's not the night to debate the uh, digital currencies. We can do that another special night, uh, but I'd rather just answer other questions maybe on income taxes maybe on retirement plans like uh uh like lee's question you know do does he have to take a required minimum distribution from his tsp uh roth which they that was the law until just just literally uh what is that 11 months ago right that's when they passed the secure act 2.0 that's right so uh, you know, maybe you want to talk about insurances, auto, home, life, long-term care. Maybe you want to talk about estate planning or, or um, you know, maybe college planning is on your taxes. You know, tax, now's the time to be doing your tax planning. We're doing plenty of tax planning right now. So uh, if you have a question, 410-922-6680, 410-922-6680. Anybody online or are you going to have to ask another question? Leo? I think I'm going to have to ask another question. All right, go ahead. All right, yeah. so like you said, it's the end of the year, doing a lot of tax planning, and we've got a lot, a lot of clients asking about Roth conversions and yeah. the tax. What? And I think some of them look solely at the tax bracket, but there's a little more to it than just the tax rate, right? Well, um, you know, the tax rate is the most uh, significant concern. But you know, when you when you're trying to figure out what the tax rate is, it isn't as simple as well. I made a hundred thousand last year, and this year I'm only making fifty. So therefore, I'm in a lower tax rate because I'm making less money. Well, you know, unfortunately, our tax laws don't work like that. They're they're much more complicated. Um, you know, so you you definitely uh, have to have a thorough tax analysis before you would uh, say, okay, let's go ahead and convert 20,000 because you're, you're thinking, well, I'm only making 50 this year, so I'm gonna convert 20. I'm not gonna pay hardly any taxes on it because I'm in a low tax bracket. Well, you could have just uh, shafted yourself out of, who knows, $1,000 worth of tax benefits because you converted and it ended up costing you 35%, not 12% like you thought it was. So. It's a it's a it's a much more complicated. Let's go to our new callers online. All right. That's right. We got Dwayne in Baltimore. Dwayne, what can we do for you? Hey, buddy. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm hearing all these advertisements about like um, precious metals and and gold IRA and stuff like that. I was just wondering your your take on on that kind of stuff because I'm hearing mixed those up. those commercials those commercials are commercials for somebody planning for their retirement to use your money to help enhance their retirement. Oh, okay. So, you get my you get my beat on that, my friend? Yeah, I, I got to. It, I mean, like you know, they're trying to hype up people to buy gold from them, and they will make a literal fortune 
off of everyone who brings even ten or twenty thousand dollars to them. They're going to make a lot of money on you. And I know people have done it, and they've come to me back afterwards and said, "I'm sorry, I ever did that. It cost me, um, you know, whatever." So. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. My buddy said the same thing, and I'm hearing different things, so, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, there are people out there that whenever somebody tells you about something and it elicits fear or it elicits greed, you should say, wait a minute, something what you're saying is wrong because I'm hearing fear and I'm hearing you're trying to make me feel good that I'm going to make a lot of money, and those are the, those are the emotions of people trying to sell you something. And that's what right. those gold commercials are always all about. Okay, and precious metals and all that stuff. Precious metals, gold, all the same thing, my friend. Yep, gotcha. All right, all right. thank you, man. I, I, I appreciate that. That, that uh, sums it up. <laughs> all right, you take care. Good question, excellent question. That's a great question. We've got... Now, let's go to Jim. <laughs> well, we're going to go to Al <laughs> on the Eastern Shore. Al, how are you? Oh, Al on the Eastern well, Shore. Well, thank you. Hey, Al. All right. My, my question is I did not register for Medicare when I turned 65. Okay. I'm still, I'm still fully employed, fully insured, et cetera. Just curious okay. what the consequences of that is. Nothing. You did the right thing, my friend. How old are you now? I'm 66. You're 66. Okay. So well, here's the deal. Are you married or single? I'm married. Okay. And so your spouse is also on your medical plan, right? Correct. Is she 65 yet? No, she's uh, late 50s. Okay. <clears throat> so for her, you don't have to worry unless, she, unless you continue to work a long time into the future. How many more years do you expect to work? I want to work till I'm 70. Okay. So she won't, even be, she won't even be 65 then, right? So here's the deal. So you're 70 and you retire, okay? You had a medical plan with your company. And your company is how many people? Is it a big company, a tiny it's, company, what? Yeah, it's uh, one of the largest construction companies on the planet. Okay, so that's perfect. So here's what happens. You retire in, in your 70 years of age. You go to your company and say, hey, I'm retiring. Uh, but because I'm over 65 years of age, I need you to sign an L-564. L is in Larry, 564, showing that I had medical insurance with you um, and, uh, and that I'm going to turn that into Social Security when I go in to sign up for Medicare. I'm going to turn that into them and say, see, my company says I had medical insurance all the way up until um, I retired. So therefore, you cannot, um, you, you cannot penalize me because I had insurance with my company. So it's an L-564. You're going to get signed by the company. You're going to bring it to Social Security, and you'll get a special enrollment period of eight months from the day you leave the company to sign up for Medicare without penalty. Excellent. Yeah, it is excellent for you, my friend. It's a good strategy. Well, I'm glad I called. No, no, no problem. That's a very confusing point. People make it out like, you're 65 and you didn't sign up for Medicare? Oh, you're going to get penalized. Well, no, Al has a medical plan with a big company. So he's not going to have any problem whatsoever. You just get your L-564 when you retire and call it a day, okay? 
Yes, sir. Thank you very much. <clears throat> All right. Let's see if we can get Kathy in, Leo. Let's do it. Kathy, what can we do for you? Hi. Um, I have two questions. The first, I'm retired. Um, well, how much money, how much do I need in deductions to fill out a long form? I have no mortgage. Um, Are you single or married? Single. Do you have any people live in your household with you? No, no. Okay. <clears throat> it's about, it's about four, call it $15,000. You'd have to have more than $15,000 in itemized deductions before you would do what you're calling the long form. Right. Okay. And then what is it for a married couple? It'd be somewhere around, if you're over 65 years of age, then it would be somewhere around $30,000. And I'm assuming you said you were over 65, right? Yeah, that was for me, but for under 65. If, if you're, you're under 65, it's about $26,000. Is it 26 or 27 next year? I think it's actually going to be like 27, isn't it? I think so. I'll see if I can grab that. And does, and does your Maryland sales tax count as a deduction? Um, sort of, but not really. It's either your income taxes, your property taxes, or your sales taxes up to a maximum of only $10,000. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh -huh. All right. Good questions. Very good questions. I think she's going to become a tax preparer for uh, next year, uh, Leo. I like the sound yeah. of that. We like taxes. All right, we're on an open show, 410-922-6680. Going into the last quarter hour of the show, there's nobody online. If you want to get online, you'll be first up, 410-922-6680. Take it away, traffic. Now back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. And we're back. Money, Riches, and Wealth. And uh, we're here on an open show with Leo Leveza. And if you want to call in and be our guest, we'd love to talk to you. We've got about 10 minutes left, 410-922-6680, 410-922-6680 is the way to call in and direct that conversation as Kathy and Al and Dwayne and Tony and Lee and Jeff and Craig all did tonight. We'd love to address your question before the end of the show, 410-922-6680. And Leo, I wanted to uh, just to mention the financial physical book that we published earlier this year. Um, you know, it's basically a story about uh, how I went from, you know, salesperson in 1980 uh, and then, you know, to stockbroker in 1981 to 1995 to what I, we consider to be a much more professional way to do financial advising in a fee-only, independent, educated, credentialed, experienced, and working as a fiduciary at all times. Most people, uh, they hear you talk about that, and it sounds really cool and fancy, you know, and stuff, but they all assume that everybody they work with and talk to is the exact same thing. But unfortunately, that's not how this industry operates. That's right. Yep. And that's one of the things you talk about is you hope that when people work with us, they kind of notice that difference that, that you strive for. Yeah, because, you know, um, the financial advisory industry should operate just like a doctor of, of general medicine. A, a general practitioner of medicine is highly educated, highly experienced, highly credentialed. Um, you know, they work as a fiduciary. They're completely independent. They don't take commissions. They don't take referral fees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But yet, 
most of the people out there who think and say they have a financial advisor, there's probably very little, if any, of what I just said is true about their um, the person that they classify as a financial advisor. And uh, you wonder, what what is it the public is waiting for to uh, grasp on to the idea that if you don't demand it, if you don't demand the government or the companies themselves uh, give you people who have high credentials, high education, trained experience, um, you probably know people right now, Leo, that came out of college with you that were thrown on the street and told they're a financial advisor and they're a financial advisor, right? I was going to say, I don't think I have enough fingers and toes for them. And and they and they work with clients directly themselves, and they just do it as they see fit, right? That's right. But in our company, you you, you have not been able to do that. You have to work at least five years in mentorship before you're ever going to be able to work solely with a client by yourself, you know. And uh, but that's the way it should be. That's the way you want it to be, right? <laughs> that's right. You want to learn the right way. You want to learn it the right way. So we got Steve in Ellicott City. That's right. Steve, what's on your mind tonight? Okay. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, I've got a situation. Um, you might be able to give me uh, some counsel here. My brother and I got a small inheritance from my dad who passed away in 2019. And uh, it was a, uh, it was a IRA. And we're having to take uh, RMDs, what, required minimum distributions? And we've right. been taking those um, as as appropriate. And um, he normally takes his early in the year, and I, I'm probably going to do that next year. But but I'm trying to take mine now. And uh, back in August, my uh, the people that have my my money that are holding that gave me a number, gave it to my accountant. He gave me the value. I didn't really follow up on it. I said I got to get this done. So I contacted him this week and or. They, they in the last week or two they gave me another number which was two thousand dollars difference and i'm going holy cow so i contacted them today and she said well you know fidelity no longer gives us this stuff and this was the estimate and i'm going i mean come on you know a couple months difference it, well let me ask you a quick difference. question how old were you in your you, the uh, parent died in 2019 right yeah so how old were you in how old was I? How old were you in twenty twenty? In twenty twenty, I was sixty three. Sixty three. So yeah. let me think. Sixty three, so it would be about twenty five. So twenty five, so twenty four, twenty three, twenty two. So whatever the balance of your account was on December thirty first uh 2022 divided by the number 22 would put you pretty close to the ballpark of what your required minimum distribution should be it's a pretty simple calculation to do it exactly you you know and if you if you called my office tomorrow any of us could do it for you and it, you just have to know what the balance of your account was on december 31st 2022 You've already told us how old you were in 2020. We subtract one from the life expectancy table, and it's a pretty simple calculation. Okay, well, uh, again, I, I can do that, and I, I was going to go doing that, and I just happened to be driving and heard your show. I thought I would call in, and I yeah, have but, uh, it, so, so yeah, I'm but, all set up. It's, 
It's just yeah, it but, threw me a curveball. It, it shouldn't change, yeah. though. Right? No, it shouldn't. It, it's a simple calculation, and uh, uh, a lot of companies count on the custodian to tell them that number. But I would never right. count on the custodian to tell me the number because I found the custodian to be wrong uh, too often, especially on inherited accounts. They're okay. they're wrong quite frequently on those inherited accounts. So you always want to check those numbers yourself. And, and But that okay. should be the general ballpark. Whatever the balance was divided by 22 should be pretty close to what your uh, number is going to be. Okay, so I can look it up and, and run the number myself, and I'll check it with my accountant so that he can, uh, we'll get the taxation withheld and all that kind of stuff. So, now I appreciate that. This is, this gives me a, uh, a basis to, to go in tonight and write the proper email. So, yeah. And Thanks. here's another cool thing, Steve, is you go online and you do a Google search for a required minimum distribution calculator. You can, you can just get your December 31st balance. And you put it in, and you say, the, the decedent died in 2019. I was, uh, 20, I was 62 years of age in the year that they died. And now it's 2023. What's my RMD? And that calculator, boom, will give you an absolute accurate number down to the penny. And they're usually very good. Okay, very good. Well, I appreciate the advice. Uh, I will take it, and I will apply it tonight. All right, buddy. You take care. Good, good question. Excellent That's a great question. question. Yeah. <clears throat> what else do we got going on? Anybody? Uh, nobody else online right now. We're running out of time anyway, Leo. What I other know. questions do you have? What other cases did you work on this week that you found interesting and uh, complex? Yeah. Well, we had a we had a client the other day who um, their daughter actually lives out in the state of Washington. And they're trying to figure out insurance for their daughter, for the car, and all that. So, um, She's got a car out there? They had a car here for her um, that she was using, that they were trying to transfer the title to her and get her her own insurance in Washington and just the complexities around trying to do that. So, Yeah, because we, we never want the parents to keep cars in their names that their children are driving. They, we see it too often, right? That's right. Kids, kids 23, 24, 25 years old. And they're still on the car. The title of the car is still with the parent, and the child's still under the parent's insurance policy. Uh-uh, uh-uh, ain't gonna happen. You know, I don't want my clients' liabilities going with their children at 22, 23. When they're in college and so forth, you gotta accept it. But once they graduate and they go on their way, send them on their way with their own policy. Give them cash to pay the premium, but don't keep carrying that liability with you once they uh, graduate and move on to their own career and so forth, you know? That's so, right. And that's one uh, of the most overlooked things that we see when clients first come in is the insurance part uh, of the uh, equation. Yeah, I'm, I'm the most beloved financial advisor amongst 23 and 24-year-olds <laughs> in the state of Maryland and Pennsylvania, you know, so or wherever our clients are that I tell them. Because <laughs> I, I can't imagine how many kids have like, he told you what? And my premium's going to go up to what? You know, it's like, well, don't worry, little Johnny. I'm still going to support your premium. I'm just, you're just not going to be on our policy anymore, you know? And that, that's the way it ought to be, you know? That's you right. Know? So... Anyway, um, uh, what else have we got going on, Leo? We, we're running out of time. We're probably about at that place where the music starts to play. That's we got to be pretty close. <laughs> Who's going to be with me next week? Is it Jackson in there coming in next week? I think so, yep. 
All right, Leo. Always a delight to be with you, you know? There's no place I'd rather be on my Wednesday night. <laughs> I think you're telling me the truth, too. I, if you could see the smile on my face, you'd believe it. All right, this is Drew Tignanelli saying God bless. Things are gonna be much better